Hello and welcome to The Writer's Wardrobe. I'm Loomis Lutnack and this is episode 4. Before we get started, I'd just like to wish a cheeky happy birthday to my friend David. He's also a patron, so I like him twice as much these days. If you'd like to follow his example and support me in the podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Lutnack. That's patreon.com forward slash triple L I'm here with a woman called Moira. Thank you for coming. I didn't have a choice. That's right, you didn't. Care to inform our audience why? Because I'm locked in a cage. Why are you in a cage, Moira? Because bloody Screecher put me in here and you keep me in here. Why don't you just open the cage yourself? You're a bastard. No, go on. I'm sure the audience would love to hear it. No? Would you like me to tell them? I'm stuck in a cage because I don't have opposable thumbs. That's right. And that's because... Because I don't have a body. Yes, that's it. Your body was eaten by cannibals, and I suspect that's because you're a bloody pain to get along with. You're a bastard. And you're a bitch. You can't say that. I bloody well can. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, young Moira is nothing but a head. She stole a tome of spells, made herself immortal, and suffered the consequences when she insulted a very hungry family. Filth! They're not filth, Moira. They are just desperate, much like the dwarf you forced into being your butler. Also filth! He's not filth either. Anyway, let's move past the pleasantries, shall we? You were very lucky to witness Screech's quest firsthand. Can you tell us a bit about what you saw? When that fat lummox wasn't busy stuffing his face, all I saw was inside of his saddlebags. I only ever got a view once he got a birdcage and stuck me inside it. That sounds like he was doing something nice. He's always doing something nice. That's why he gets into so much trouble. There were moments, I must admit, where I considered having him throw you in a swamp and leave you there. Oh, you're too nice for that, aren't you? Oh, scribbly scribe. No, I'm not. He is, though. Lucky for you. Tell me about the gold coins. What about them? Well, you and your husband stole them, didn't you? Don't you mention him. Rack Dannon, his name was. You don't have the right! Our friend Judder mentioned he'd seen the gold coins in the last episode. You must have smuggled them out through the sewers. I don't know that name. I wouldn't expect you to. He was an innocent maintenance worker at the time, and you and Rack Dunnan beat him to within an inch of his life because he found your bag of gold blocking a sewer grate. The pasty-looking fellow. That's him. Ah, I do remember. I asked Rack Dunnan to stop, but he wouldn't. He was taken with the gold fever he was. No, he wasn't. He was. You were the leader, Moira. I know what really happened. To clarify, ladies and gentlemen, she had a body at the time. Filth! The only filth here is you. You had a supporting role in a hundred thousand words of storytelling, and you didn't do a single decent thing. I'd help if I had hands. <sighs> it must be hard not being able to scratch an itch. How do you even eat? With my mouth? Where does it go? What kind of question is that? Well, it must come out somewhere. You mind your business! All right, moving on. How did you get your hands on that spellbook? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Now, stop being difficult. Fine. I got it from the wizard's hut. You went inside his hut. Of course we did. It's the most interesting building in Northfall. It's three stories tall and shaped like a mushroom, except it's painted pink and purple so it looks more like a man's... Moving on. And he fancies himself a wizard, so we figured it was safe to assume he'd have something valuable inside. Immortality is pretty valuable, I'd imagine. I've wished myself dead or blind more times than I can count since gaining the affliction. Why, you bastard? Do you keep giving that fat, hairy old bugger nude scenes whenever I'm around? Because deep down, Moira, you and I both know you deserve it. You are officially invited not to return to the writer's wardrobe until you fix your attitude. And apologise to Screecher. I'll do no such thing. If you become a better person, I'll give you your body back. You can do that. Of course I can. Can you take 20 years off as well? You betcha. All right, send me back and I'll show you I'm a changed woman. Oh, you're not showing up again for at least three books. But I'm a changed woman. You have to let me show you. You can plan on how to show me while I'm writing the next three books. You bastard! Yep. Filth! Four books, then. You can't do this! 
I can and I will. You're immortal. It's not like it'll make much difference to you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to The Writer's Wardrobe. I'll be back next week.